Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Almost the end of the first month. A couple teams might be getting buried. Some prospects did. And some guys are killing it, Trev. Zach Gallen. Let's talk baseball. You can't, Love Zach Gallen. You can't give up a run. He's so good. He Follow me on IG. Me. He hates me. Met his dad in a parking lot. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a Friday recap episode. Myself, Trevor Plouffe, playing hurt today, coach. Uh, banged up his hip. Uh, we're, we're not sure what else is banged up over there. I think he left the screen earlier to go puke. And you should go and get tickets at SeatGeek. SeatGeek code TALKING. Get yourself $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. Go to any event, a baseball game, a concert, or where Trevor Plouffe is going tomorrow. Go to a monster truck rally? That's tonight? Oh, yeah, monster truck. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? Go get... I'm dying here. Download SeatGeek, code talk, and $20 off your first purchase. Trev, you all right, man? You're giving, you're giving me the heebies. Look at me. I uh, No, I don't feel very good today, but you know what? Sometimes you got to play hurt, mm. and that's what I'm doing today. I'm excited to talk ball with you, though, because there are some teams that we need to talk about. Hey, what's up, Reds? Nice series. Let's go. Wow. Pirates statement series against the Dodgers. Lots of things going right over there. Um, so I want to shine some light on those teams today. I think I got a pretty fun award Ooh. going. I stole it from you. Yeah, you did. We wanted to we give our... We going to give the same guy, yeah. Wanted to give our award to the same player. But these today. fingers were so quick on the sheet. Yeah. I got it. Uh, but you know what? Don't worry about me. I don't want to hear about my okay. illness okay. anymore. There's no excuses. Play ball. If you're on the field, you you're on the field. you show up, play ball. I'm, I'm saying How it. you doing, Poppy? You mean you look all right today? It's I'm I'm kind I'm almost have you done laundry yet? I'm almost back to life. Did a little bit of laundry, still have to do a little more. Um I do have a wedding this weekend. Jakey Weddings is back. Shout out to my guy Ed. Um and yeah, I uh you know Yankees are going, put in a little grind yesterday, had a happy hour beer, treated myself. Um so I'm uh I'm feeling good and I'm ready to get into it, man, because I there's a couple teams that, like, the yellow flag is, like, fully up. There's a couple teams that the green flag is up. Like, hello, Cubbies. Hello, Pirates. Like, What's yellow flag? Yellow flag is, like, what's going on? Like, Cardinals. Like, red yeah. flag means you're dead. Yellow. Oh, you're going to give one of those out today, aren't you? <laughs> I think one team is getting, like, the red flag. Like, it's oh, over. goodness. It's over. Um... Let's get into it, Treviello. Can't wait to see you on the hype reel in September for that team. <laughs> I, I'm going to be their fucking rally cry. <laughs> Been there. Hey, this, <laughs> hey this, this guy's never even played ball before. That's not how they speak what in Chicago. Accent what accent is that? Oh, boy. <laughs> in the National League. Stop talking about flags, but I mentioned the green flag. You're Pittsburgh Pirates. That hot start gets verified a little bit. They take down the Dodgers two out of three after dropping the first one, and they got came from behind on. Oh, we're getting dirty early. Chris Taylor, Taylor, gang. But then 
The Pirates get it done. They, Contreras, Brian Reynolds in that new contract. These Pirates, they had a massive... Uh, they score eight runs in the middle innings to win that second game. 8-1. Drew Maggi. Oh, he makes his first appearance. He gets a pitch clock violation in his first at bat. Come on, man. Uh, Pirates, it's real. Dodgers, they called up another one of their kids. Trev, Michael Bush, number three prospect, makes his debut. Watch out for that. Pirates. It might be real, man. Nats take two out of three from the Metropolitans. Mets got to get it done on the final day to win it. And they do, but the, the Nats, Josiah Gray, friend of John Boy Media, he was in the office yesterday. Uh, he dropped it on him. Mackenzie Gore outdoes Senga in that Nats bullpen. Holy smokes, they get it done for them. Hey, Mets on the last day. A lot of the names you know, Lindor, Alonzo, Brett Beatty, three for three. Watch out for the kid. Nats get a nice little series win, as do the Atlanta Braves. They take three out of four and almost four out of four uh, until a late, dramatic Marlins comeback, baby. Uh, They put up five in the ninth. To stave off a four-game sweep, that's got to feel kind of good, kind of weird. Braves, the guys that did it, Spencer Strider, you know we're a Sam Hilliard pod. He had himself a two-ding-dong day. And Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, if you didn't sprinkle on him going for MVP, uh, it might be too late. Braves, they are going. The Chicago Cubbies, Trev, we teased it a little bit. People are saying they're for real because they're doing it on both sides, man. Nico Horner is making me look like a fool for not having him as a top 10 second baseman because he might be the top one right now. He is going nuts. Justin Steele keeps dropping it on them. Padres, do they get a yellow flag? They won the middle game behind Tatis, who he was dancing in the streets. We'll talk about that a little bit. But Cubbies, go Cubbies, go. And Trev, your other yellow flag, Cardinals, what is you doing, baby? The Giants take three out of four. The Cardinals salvage it on the last day. Michaelis drops it on the table. Tyro Estrada putting together a potential all-star campaign. Your guy, Blake Sable, you saw him on the beach. He was walking it off in San Francisco. Alex Cobb, complete gamer. Giants. Get it done. Cardinals. Woo, doggy. Let's talk about it because that's what happened in the National League. You Trevor. Woo, doggy? I said, woo, doggy. What's going on today? St- Are you from the South? I don't know. <laughs> I still don't have a real <laughs> voice. <laughs> like, I don't think my real voice is ever coming back. I think I just live here now. Um, to and- apologize to everyone listening on audio. <laughs> like, Wow, you guys both sound horrible. <laughs> yeah. No, they're, it's a fun show. They both just sound like dog shit. Um, <laughs> speaking of familiar places, the Braves are on top of the National League East. They're 17-9. and nine. Mets are 15-11. The Fish and, hey, those fighting Phillies, 500. Uh, and the Nats are 9-15. and 15. Pirates are 18-8, and eight, Trevor. Brewers 16 and 9, Cubbies 14 and 10, Reds are 10 and 15, Cardinals are 10 and 16 in last place in the NL Central. Snakes run the West, you know this, 14 and 12, 
Dodgers are 500 at 13 and 13. Padres are 13 and 14. Giants 11 and 14. Rockies, oh my God. Uh, 8 and 18. Trevor, the National League, I mean, do we want to start with the good, the bad, or the ugly? Let's start, let's start with some good. Let's start with the Cubbies and give them a little yeah. bit of love. Um, Trev, we, we were getting into the numbers. We're looking at the schedule. We're looking at who's getting it done. Um, it's on every side of the ball. Pitching, offense, defense. Um, I think we gotta, it's time to give the Cubs a little bit of love. I think coming into the season, the thing I look for uh, when we are in the offseason and we're trying to map out what's going to happen, which is kind of silly as we've learned, you know, over the years, you know, on paper doesn't mean anything. You got to play the games. I think the thing that I was most concerned uh, with was, well, the starting pitching. That's where I always go to. When I look at a team's roster, I want to see who are your starters. And, you know, obviously they had some guys here that have had success at the big league level. But to me, it was kind of like an underwhelming type um, of a group of pitchers. But these guys have been great, dude. I think I want to start there. I know like Dan, he's brought a new feel to there. And, and Jan Gomes has been doing his thing. And P. Wizzy's, you know, mm. doing his thing at the plate, mm. too. I love that guy, man. Follow me back on Instagram, too. Why doesn't everybody follow me so back? So slutty. That's all I want. God, I'm so superficial. <laughs> Justin Steele's been absolutely nasty. Marcus Stroman has been absolutely nasty. Drew Smiley had that really, really good start, but he's also had other good ones. He's been absolutely nasty, and the bullpen's been getting it done too. That's the surprise for me. You know, when when you when I like I said, when I look at teams and I rate them going into the season, the first thing I, I look at is a starting pitching, and then hey, are they going to be able to give enough innings? So the bullpen can be fresh. And then if the bullpen is fresh, are they going to perform? And they have. They've been doing it. I just was just talking about Mark Leiter Jr. Yeah. I saw him in the Phillies organization. You're last. He's figured right? some stuff out. He's got a nasty split ball going. Uh, a 1-8 through 11 games for him. So, you know, as we go through the season, we always talk about this. Like, who's going to step up? Because just because you had, uh, you know, previous track record of, you know, underperforming or not performing, like, especially with pitchers, you can get in the lab and change your career like that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think we're seeing some of that on this team. Uh, but you're right, man. They're going on all facets of the game. Bellinger out for a couple games because the sex. Dodgers apparently were just having sex. Hey, man. And he was part of that. So, uh, but no, man, Belly coming over, doing his thing, like I mentioned, and um, they're all just kind of firing. And that's it's the beauty of baseball. Trev, they're absolutely, you know how I operate. There was a Dodger sex party, and I need to find out what it was because everyone that was there is on a paternity like leave. Five guys, right? Five guys. <laughs> I don't know, man. Some things can be a coincidence. Um, some things can't. Where there's smoke, there's a sex party. <laughs> get, I'm going to get that tattooed on my ribs. Um, I remember when we did the PPP, and I'm not doing this to put Jim on the bus because I agreed with it, but he said, he looked at the Cubs bullpen, and he said, not a lot of guys' names you really recognize. The one name you might recognize the most would have been Michael Fulmer. He hasn't been great, um, but almost everyone else around him uh, has been. So, uh, And Stroman, I think we talked about his hot start. Justin Steele, man, I mean, you know, 27 years old. His numbers when pitching to uh, Jan Gomes, um, 
you know, I know we're not necessarily a personal catcher pod. I'm usually, I'm interested in it. Um, he's got an ERA with yeah. a one whenever Jan Gomes catches him. So, um, <clears throat> Cubbies are going. They take care of the Padres. Are you giving the Padres a yellow flag or anything like that? I, I, I don't think I am. I think, I think for me and for them, it's still, it, fe- it still feels early, and no one's going in the West yet. Yeah, I, when I think about the Padres, I, there's just too much proven talent on that team to give up on it. But guess what? I used to say that about the White Sox, too. Oh, Jesus. I'm not putting him in that boat, people. And stop. Easy. I didn't mean to do that, actually. I didn't know I was going to go there. But that's how I am with the Padres right now. Too much proven talent. The offense has to get going. I think they just moved. They're moving Machado down in the order to, like, the five hole. I don't know what that means. I think Bo Mel to spice things up or something mm. i don't know if that'll work i don't know honestly you know where are you hitting the lineup i guess sometimes you walk in and you're like what uh you know if a manager wants to jump start you it hits you like first or something like that I, I guess that could work it just changes your mind a little bit your mindset like i i guess if you do get moved to a certain spot it just makes you think a little different it makes you think like hey i need to go uh, so maybe that's what he's trying to do but i i, I am not ready to give them any sort of flag, to be honest with you. They're not green flagging it for me. They ain't yellow flagging it for me. And they surely aren't red flagging it. They don't get a flag. No flag. You don't deserve Just a flag. Figure something out, then you get a flag. Uh, the green flag, as much as we're tasting the Cubs, Trev, there's one team above them in the Central, and it's the Pittsburgh Pirates, who we were uh, tasting carefully. How do, how do I want to phrase that? Like, ooh, like this, this is yummy, but I, I haven't seen these unis do it in a few years. They're 18 and 8, bro. 18 and 8. And they just took down uh, the big bad Dodgers. Um, and, you know, they could have even won that first game. They, in fact, they were, but uh, Chris Taylor uh, put, on, put on quite a show for the people out there. Uh, I, I don't know how you label it, and I know this is a cop-out, but I think anyone that's a baseball fan believes in it. The Pirates have the sauce right now. Um, and yeah, they're hitting, and yeah, they're pitching, and that's you know that's how you win games. Like no, a lot of oh, at another sentence to my analytics binder. Um, the Pirates are going, Trev. Um, I mean, there's an article that came out. Six uh, guys about, in their lineup are are bringing it right now. Yeah, no, they're they're they are they're playing good ball on both sides. Uh, there was an article that came out about McCutcheon and Santana mm. holding uh, meetings after games you know, uh, a bad loss or, you know, uh, after O'Neill Cruz went down, they got in front of the clubhouse and just kind of reassured everyone said, look, it's not about one guy. It, obviously it hurts that O'Neill's gone, but you know, we got some dogs in here. Let's go continue to do this. You know, after a tough loss, Hey, it's one freaking game. And these are the things that like, as a baseball player, you, you, you should know, but it needs to be repeated. And it was really nice to hear that from your veterans. And McCutcheon wasn't just brought in to do this. Like he, he said to himself, I'm going to put up numbers. I still have stuff to offer. And he's shown that 877 OPS right now. Had a boy Kutch. We just put a mm. fire shirt out on our mm. uh, shop of him. I need to get one of those. Mm. Give mm. me the Kutch shirt. All day you love long. Kutch, but have, I do love Kutch. Everyone should love Kutch. Right. Having those two guys kind of be your leader, and I love that Santana is also doing because I, I I feel like you you kind of need to have an American leader and a Latino leader. That's just 
the bottom line, dude. It it really helps if you can have two guys like that. They stood up there together, made a point to say, we're going to be all right. And that reverberates through the clubhouse, man. It just takes off whatever feeling, negative feeling these guys had in that clubhouse. And, you know, this isn't like the youngest team in baseball, but there's some young guys or maybe some guys that don't have a ton of dirt on their spikes, if you will. Well, and they might, they uh, might a, be, if they didn't have Kutch Santana and Rich Hill, <laughs> like, like they, they've got, yeah, a, maybe, they've yeah. got a couple <laughs> old birds that are helping out uh, the, the spring chickens. But it's just nice to hear that as a young player, like, all right, man, like those guys aren't worried. I'm not going to be worried either. Like I'm going to follow them. So I think that's not only are they getting performance on the field, but having that stability in the clubhouse. I mean, Every single winning team talks about that. Hey, the clubhouse is hot right now. We're good. Like, there are my brothers. We show up. We play for each other. Stuff like this helps out with that. You got to play ball, too, and they've got guys doing it. Jack Sawinski's one dotting uh, mm. right now. Um, Keller, Oviedo, Contreras, Velasquez, all ERAs uh, in the threes. Like, you know. Bednar on What's the calendar. My God, yeah. Keller's Kotuk's guy, huh? Yeah, yeah, and he's uh, it, it feels like he's breaking out. A lot of the, a lot of the, every number seemingly likes him. And hey, Trev, Pirates fans, again, I'm, you know, I haven't been watching every night's Pirates games. What I see, uh, Rodolfo Castro filling in at shortstop. You know, O'Neal Cruz, if you told us before the season the Pirates were going, you'd probably say, well, O'Neal Cruz is going to be an all-star, maybe MVP votes, I don't know. Rodolfo Castro, 24 years old and 853 OPS, playing shortstop, 25 games now. I guess Pirates fans, tell me about him in the comments because I don't even know, but I want to. No, that's, those are the kind of performances that you have to have, guys stepping up. Um, right now... Their offense is really going. They're, they're top third in most categories in the league. The starting pitching is doing really well. The bullpen, the ERA is top 10, but you know the other you know, underlying numbers aren't as good. They're walking too many people, which brings their whip up. They're 22nd overall in the whip. So although they have a few guys that are getting the job done, I think that needs to uh, be a little bit better. The bullpen is not allowing homers, which is good. I like that. Uh, but let's get the walks under control. If you want to sustain the success, that's something that has to happen. Trev, you're my boots in the street in L.A. Are you hearing anything about the Dodgers? I mean, some weird numbers. 26 in batting average. Like, I, you know, obviously that doesn't run the game anymore. They're 10th in OPS. But, like, what's, uh, I guess, anything out there? Gonsolin comes back. Hopefully that can be a boost for them. Um, I, I don't know. You, you, you hearing everything outside of the sex party? I- I didn't get invited to that. What's up with that? Um, I think there's been so much roster turnover so far this year for them, whether it be, you know, because of the sex party, <laughs> whether it be for some injuries. I mean, they've already had to rely on a few different rookies. You talked about Michael Bush coming up. You know, Vargas is, is started the year with them. James Outman starting the year with them. But these aren't guys that, you know, they were probably going to rely on uh, before the season. But we've had some injuries. Uh, some things go down. And I think they're just kind of finding their way. It's 162 games in this season. I know the Dodgers are going to be there at the end. Yeah, it's probably a good time to remind people because um, I, I couldn't believe it. It was, BBD, we do this every year. What, what year's Yankee team was it? That was, they were 500 four months and they had two great 2017. months. 2017. The 2017 Yankees, the upstart Yankees, the first year of Judge um, going. 
The Yankees had literally go go look at it. Four months of five hundred ball and two months they went nuts. So if you have one of these teams that's hanging around five hundred, you know, at, there's no panic button. That's not how it works. Um, you know, if you're seeing a product you don't like, you can panic about that. But it's a long year. Um, and Trev, like you said, the Dodgers. I mean, they're the Dodgers, so we're we're just gonna assume the best. And I will say, as we finish off this month of April, um, you know, it a couple teams would be it feel a little nicer if you're a game or two above five hundred because a winning month in baseball, that's pretty nice. And you know who they go to play, Trev? The St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, baby! What is up, Trevor Plouffe? In the streets, they're talking about the starting pitching there, that they yeah. don't have enough. That's what they're talking about in the streets. And kind of that's what the Dodgers problem, I think, has been as well. Like they, The back end of that rotation hasn't really performed. Getting Gonsolin back is, is going to help them. He had an okay start. Um, but I think that's kind of uh, where the Dodgers need to improve, figure that out. Uh, as far as the Cardinals, man, it's, it's, been a weird, it's been a weird year for them. You know, the option Jordan Walker down, he hasn't actually, he hasn't like been lighting the world on fire at all. He's been serviceable, I would guess yeah. you would say. Um, kind of uh, chasing too many pitches. And they're, they're saying they just wanted to go down there and work on that and get regular ABs. They have a log jam in that outfield. Um, but it's not like anybody's out there like outplaying him. So that's kind of interesting. Like, is this a service time thing? I think people are wondering about that because uh, you start the year and you're with the team the entire year. Obviously, you're going to hit that Super 2 status. Um, so this allows them, if this is the play, to have another year of control on him. Uh, but in the streets, yeah, man, and Jay Flair has been pretty good. Um, but they need to to figure out that pitching. Wainwright's having some difficulties uh, in his rehab starts. He hasn't really pitched well. I know there was like uh, Katie Wu put something out, a tweet and uh, Cardinals fans were all over it saying, like, we need to figure something out. And Wainwright responded to it. He said, look, man, you could take this one of two ways. I could go and, you know, be mad and, and, and hide and, and not be happy, or I can use this as fuel to come back and prove every single one of you wrong. I love that mentality. Mm. I hope Wainwright comes back and writes the ship. Because right now the ship is wandering. The pirates are pirating <laughs> the Cardinal ship. They got commandeered. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I uh, I don't know. Uh, the yellow flag is up. I here's what's here's what excites me. Um, you know, there's a couple bullpen losses in there that if you can, you know, if those don't happen, things feel better. Uh, their Pythagorean win loss. They should be more around 500. That, um, you know, I I think there's a lot of things you can talk yourself into. Like you said, Wayno coming back. What scares me? Uh, new Oli Marmol. Um, you know, they had the Tyler O'Neill incident. I had a couple Cardinals fans tweeting me and like, what, just what are the vibes like? I know that's, that's a wide thing. Um, also, I, losing Yachty, I'll just say it. Like, I, the San Francisco Giants team that now looks like an outlier that won 107 games, I believe a chunk of that was Buster Posey. I know Yachty wasn't doing what Buster Posey was doing, but he, he does. He did a lot. Um, it's the clubhouse stuff we talked about with like McCutcheon. And, yes, and, and we talked about yes. the culture of the Cardinals for a long time. And Yachty and, and Wainwright have been there. What's happening right now? You all right? You guys didn't hear that, but there was an ad on my computer that I, started playing. I heard it a little bit. It's a watch ad. Okay. What is happening? 
I'm mad right now. But yeah, no, that's that's it. That's 100%, you know, has something to do with this. Like a change, that's a seismic change in your clubhouse culture, not having Yadi around. And I don't know, is he going around at all? Like, does he visit? Can they get him? Can they send him a PJ and get him back in there for a few days? He managed like that, Team Puerto Rico in the WBC. That can, right? happen, that can happen. Add him to the coaching staff ASAP. I, hey, if you add him to the coaching staff, there's only one job he's taken. But more importantly, I think, like I said, I think it's the starting pitching. Right now, uh, you know, Montgomery and Flaherty have been good. Everybody else has not been good. And you're taxing your bullpen. You mentioned some of the bullpen losses. They got some guys back there. I think their first overall and K's per nine, that's what you want out of your bullpen. Um, but if the starters are going to get you taxed, it's not going to be good. So they're looking for that. Uh, offensively, they've been pretty good. Yeah. Goldie's Things just haven't lined up. They, that's, just, I, they haven't lined up. The more them. we've talked about it, we can do vibes and stuff. Like I, I, I still believe in the Cardinals. Um, I think organizationally they proved it. Depth is a funny thing. When you're winning and you have depth, you're like, oh, our depth's awesome. When you have depth and you're losing, you're like, we don't have enough guys. <laughs> we got we got too many bodies. Um, that I, <laughs> hey, man, that Dodger series is interesting. Um, Cardinals fans, I'll, I'll be there tonight. You're going I'll tonight. That's right. It. Yeah, I'm looking right now. FIP not looking good. So I'm sure a lot of I'll get a lot of pushback from the analytical people out there because you know <laughs> he has he's allowed a lot of hits and he's kind of worked his way around. Um, the defense is always good there, uh, but Jackson to get it done. This he year. was he was walking everybody to start the year, and I you know yes. what you know what Trev? Why don't you tell Jay Flair, hey, your FIP's not looking good. Let me know what he what he says back to that. Do you know what he said today? He's like, hey, let me know when you're out there. I'll come peek out. Like, wow, keep my head out and say hi. And it's a start day for him. I thought that was really nice. He that wants to see uh, the kids and probably wants to give Olivia a hug. That'll get his FIP down right there. <laughs> <laughs> want, why are you guys laughing at me it's not a funny episode you want to talk about that at all no <laughs> i'm sick i love you jack giants good for you i'm not burying the freaking cardinal giants good for you you guys you guys gave them the business which allowed us to to bring you that segment um i Blake guess sable Blake Sable. Trip. Apparently, we called him Brian one time, and that wasn't. That's not good. You, you dog. We. That was me. It was right accident. after you saw him, and you were like hyped to talk about him, and it was an oh. accident. It was innocent, but it was also like, come on, we're dude. still friends. Just we still him. DM on Instagram all the time. So he I is an Insta dude. friend. Fire emoji, flames, 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 bro. You, you're crushing it. He had some pretty good quotes right there. And he hits that walk off homer. And he said he knew it right off the bat. Didn't even look where it mm. went. That's ballsy, bro. <laughs> ballsy. You, you better get all of it if you do that. Huh? And Gabe Kapler has been all over. He's a model now. Do you text Obviously. him regularly? Like, what's up? Gabe and I have a very interesting relationship. Gabe's he used sexy to, on social media. He used to come to me a lot when he was working in the Dodgers front office about players. Hey, what's this guy like? You're his teammate. Give me the give me the good. So he, I was like a spy for Gabe Kaplan, the Dodgers. So you're welcome, Dodgers fans. Uh, and now, yeah, we text every once in a while. When I met with uh, Blake in, in Cabo, we were talking about him, and uh, I put in a few good words. 
I think I think I think my voice holds some weight with Gabe. Okay. Uh, but most of the time, I'm just liking his Instagram posts. Yeah. They're amazing. It really is. Um, it's it's kind of unreal some of the stuff he posts on Instagram, and then you think of other MLB managers, and you're like, oh my god, it's like Snitker was posting this stuff. Uh, <laughs> it'd just be different. It just be it different. just hit different. It's only him and Terry Francona that have the modeling gigs. <laughs> yeah. Terry Francona's got a whole movie. What's up, bro? Living legend, much? Tito's Tito's so cool. Uh, you know, just met him briefly for a couple minutes. Uh, Trev, I mean, closing thoughts uh, on the National League. Uh, just the the two teams on top of the uh, NL East, the Braves roll. Um, you know, couple big games out of. They're big players, and they're off to an incredible start, and we're almost bored by it. Uh, Nats, and hey, you know, I, I know a lot of people listen to Talking Baseball for different reasons. Um, if you're looking for a guy uh, to like, Josiah Gray uh, came into the office as, as cool as you want a guy to be. Um, and Hobie Harris came with him, too, who's added a little splitter, and he's, he's making some noise in that Nats pen. So The any- Mets are 15 and 11 mm. and I feel like they have not had their complete roster yet. No JV. No JV. You got Scherzer on the 10 day. You got a bunch of your other starters hurt and they're still able to do what they're doing. I mean, this is a very impressive organization right now. Polar bear Pete. What's up, my mm. guy. We have to shout them out a little bit because they are weathering the storm, if you will, and they're, doing it very well. They're weathering the storm. They lost their series. Go Nats, go. Um, but also, Huge Trev, now the, some kids are playing for them too. Beatty. Exactly. Alvarez. Um, you know, and the, those guys aren't, you know, I, I just, I mentioned Castro on the Pirates. And again, I want to know more and I hope he's a dude. You know, I know Beatty. I know Alvarez. These are top 25 prospects that are now getting plugged in. And if they go with the Martes, Nimos, Lindors, Alonzo, McNeils, Canna, Vogie, like, yeah, man, that's that's why we like this team so much. I mean, think about the initial blow they had losing Edwin Diaz for the year. I mean, that is, you know, he's the lockdown closer in the game. You don't have him anymore. Deal with it. Oh, JV's not back yet. Scherzer gets popped for 10 games. Quintana's been out. I mean, the, look at the starting rotation, bro. Right now on <laughs> Fangrass, we got Kodai Senga, Joy Lucchesi, David Peterson, Tyler McGill. I mean, this is not the rotation they thought they were going to have going into the year. Cookie's not there either. Like, And they're st- not weathering the storm. I mean, you're four games over 500 uh, with this kind of, I don't want to call it a ragtag of a roster, but this is not the roster you thought you were going to have. And, you know, it speaks volumes about whether it's organizational depth or, you know, their clubhouse culture seems to be pretty good. And that was not the case just a few short years ago. They've turned the ship around very quickly uh, in flushings. Oh, God. Um, Braves, you're going to hear a little more in your standout so we can suck up to you. You guys guys are so playing each other. I know it's a series recap this weekend series starts. First time since the Braves went into town. Ooh. Stole the division away. That's going to have a little juice, huh? It is going to have a little juice. You know what else has a little juice? The American League recap is brought to you by Roan. Talk about the pains of finding what to wear. Things are uncomfortable, tight. They don't fit. Roan. And I was looking 
at Roan today, and Trev, to steal your phrase, I was looking and I was liking. Because they've got mm. nice stuff. Like, they've got the, if you're trying to kind of put one on for a weekend, you might got, might want to get some Roan. I've got a shirt right here. Nice little white collared shirt. Might throw Fits that, nicely. Might throw that on later. Impress my sweet Jessica. Just, you like the guy who dresses cool at the office. You know. Um, that too. Sexy man. That, does, that shirt does not look like just like a dress shirt. It fits better than that. It's like you can dress it up or dress it down. That's why I like it. Rhone, R-H-O-N-E dot com slash baseball. Use promo code baseball. You'll save 20% off your entire order. 20% off your entire order. R-H-O-N-E dot com slash baseball. Code baseball. You'll save yourself 20%. Get yourself a nice little fit mm. going on. Get yourself a nice fit. God, Jess would be so happy if I put... I think I might do that tonight. Throw on a nice little roan outfit. And, you know, maybe a nice dinner. Maybe, uh, you know, mm. I don't know. Maybe pour a glass of some roan. Ooh, oh. some roan, some red. You know, a little Rangers-Yankees game to set the mood no, tonight. <laughs> Andrew Heaney. <laughs> oh, the Heen Dog and the Horn Dog. Hit the music, beeps. In your American League, Trev, the Orioles do... What the Orioles do, man. Green flag. They hit. They have a green flag. They win two out of three against the Boston Red Sox. The game they won, the Klubot puts together a nice outing. And then the Orioles still gave them a scare in that final inning uh, to put up a five spot in the last. Red Sox won that one, but the Orioles win the other two. Wells gives them a solid start. Urias a four-hit day um, after having two hits in the first one, man. This lineup just bangs. Boston was up 4-0 in the, in the first game. They came back from that. Uh, Yiner, Yenier Cano, am I saying that right? I better find out because all he's doing is getting batters out. Um, setting records in Baltimore. I love that team, man. I love their energy. Here's a couple big boys, Trev. ALCS preview. Astros. Take two out of three from Tampa. Tampa wins game one. They're undefeated at home. People are, like, collecting receipts online. Oh, they haven't played anyone? Well, guess what? Those next two games, uh, the big bad wolf came out. Hunter Brown. You might hear about him this episode. Luis Garcia. Both of those starting pitchers did not give up a run. Uh, Jeremy Pena, Corey Jolks, who are you? You're killing it. Um, Astros, Devil Magic. Uh, hey, in that first game, Wander Franco uh, is has fully announced himself to the league. Um, maybe a top five guy in the league, never mind the position. Was he on your shortstop list? Uh, he was in there as a joke, and now people... Anyways, uh, Houston takes two out of three from the Rays. Trev, the whole flag topic... The White Sox get swept oh, by the no. Blue Jays. I'm done. I think the fans are too. You've got the GM giving press conferences and super weird quotes about his job. Um, hey, let's give the Blue Jays some love. Uh, Bassett pitched well, although I think he got banged up. Barrios uh, off the field. Barrios, uh, Danny Jansen busts out these two homer games. Springer, Bichette, Kikuchi, your Velo King. Um, White Sox, we're going to talk about you. That's the bad news. 
Twins take two out of three against the Yankees. Okay, we don't need to talk about that. Um, Angels. Oh, no, Trev, you're twins. I'm happy for you. Joe Ryan's a sexual man. Yes. Sonny Gray, Joey Gallo, redemption. Uh, Yankees, they light up Maeda in the last game to salvage it. Uh, Glaber, <laughs> Glaber, Judge, and Volpe. That could be the Yankees' formula for a, a while if they want. Hey, good for the Twins. We talked about a little bit in the midweek. Um, taking down the Yankees. Angels take three out of four from Oakland. Uh, Oakland, they win a crazy first game, 11-10. Uh, Taylor Ward with the catch on uh, Langoliers oh that God. saved it initially. Don't matter. Uh, Oakland wins that one. Crazy game. Hey, good on the Angels uh, for taking the last three. Our friend Patrick Sandoval. That Otani guy, uh, three for five. Uh, we had to label that he was batting in that game because he was also pitching. Um, ah, it's every day with that freak. Renfro, Drury, <laughs> uh, and a nice uh, almost two-inning save from Estevez um, in that game. They take three out of four, and that's what happened in the American League. Whew. Holding Ooh, doggy. on. Who doggy? Holding on <laughs> by a thread. The 21 and 5 race. Don't care what you say about their team. The 17 and 8 Orioles. My God. The 16 and 9 Blue Jays, the 15 and 11 Yankees, and the 13 and 13 Red Sox. That AL East, man. Trev, your twins are 15 and 11. The only AL Central team above 500. I almost said AL mid. I did not. 12 and 13 guard dogs. Tigers are nine and fifteen. White Sox are seven and nineteen. Royals six and twenty. Rangers and Astros, little Texas two-step. They're both fourteen and eleven. Halos are fourteen and twelve. Mariners eleven and fourteen. Mariners. The Athletics are five and twenty-one. Um, Trev, I <clears throat> let's start with two of the best teams in baseball that played. Uh. The Astros and the Rays. Twins and Yankees. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if I don't know if either <laughs> sides of our argument can say. Well, I was gonna say the twins. It's all about the Yankees right now. Yankees are Judge needs a new hip. It's tough. I don't know what's gonna happen. The the, be, the worst fifteen and eleven team. I don't know. I I don't need to do that right now. The Rays and the Strohs teed it up. The Rays put on a performance in that first game. Wander, Randy. I mean, it's a it. It feels like a performance, what they're doing. Like, they've got great energy, and they're dominating. And then the Astros, um, who are getting it from, you know, you should know Luis Garcia at this point. You know Pena. But Jolks, Brown, Mauricio Dubon with a 20-game hit streak. Filling in, man. Um, Astros. Uh did they shut him? They shut him out those final two games, Trev. Jolks and, and Dubon, these are the performances. We keep referencing this, man. These like performances like this, being able to step in and fill in for guys, your stars that are injured, being able to do that, having that sort of depth. You guys wish you had that depth in Yankeeville. Yes. Being able to do that keeps the ship afloat, man. And like, like stuff like this can win you a division. If you don't tank, and you just kind of, you know, play like decent ball, which the Astros have been doing, you know, that saves your month. And then you go off in the other months and like, 
it can't be understated enough. I know we talk about a lot of the stars on these teams, like the Astros have guys, uh, but when you have your debt pieces showing up, it's just paramount to a good season. So I want to shout those guys out first and foremost. Yeah, the second two games of that series just dominated by Houston pitching. Dalton has some really good notes in here. Uh, the Rays have been, by and large, the best team in pretty much in every facet, uh, but especially their offense has been going. Um, but against the cutter, not so hot. Bottom five in, MLB, in the MLB and OPS and Woba and strikeout rate versus cutter cutters. And Luis Garcia was like, hmm, I think I should throw the cutter. Good game plan. He threw 45 yeah. cutters in his 97 pitches uh, and just held them scoreless. That's the type of analytics you can also bring yeah. on your resume, Jake. Hey, I, these guys can't hit cutters. Let's throw a cutter. I, uh, I will add that. You know who else wasn't a big part of the series? Because he was, he was out. Jordan. Like, when Houston flexes that muscle, it's a, it's a reminder that they can tap into Dubon's. They can call up kids like Jolks and Brown. They're doing this. This was without Jordan and Altuve. <laughs> like, they won the World Series, people. We're supposed to have World Series hangovers. They're 14 and 11. They've been missing, you know, they haven't had a complete roster yet this year. Uh, they're just so impressive to me. Like, I know the Rays have taken a lot of the shine, and we have some upstart teams and like the Pirates, uh, even the Cubs you know, coming around. But the Astros, to me, are still the, the class of Major League Baseball. Remember, like, week two of the season? And, you know, they were, I think they were six and seven or something like that. They're 14 and 11. They're tied for first place. Um, <laughs> Houston going Houston. Uh, and I, uh, Trev, if, if you want to rephrase me from this, I'm, I'm going to put my neck out there on some Rays fans that... Rephrase you? I don't know, dude. I... I'm one okay. of the worst talkers in the world. The fact that I'm here doing this as like a career is insanity. Um, <laughs> the Yankees are struggling right now. They've, they've got injuries. There's some roster problems that we thought they'd address in the offseason. They did not. Um, and as Yankee fans, we were going around the office and we we're like, we need, we need to play a bad team. Like we need, we need something to spark the bats. We were like, we... We would love to play like a, you know, not to throw teams under the bus, but we'd love to have a Tiger series or a Nat series or an A series or a White Sox series or a Red series. Like the Yankees could really use that right now. All those teams I just mentioned are teams the Rays played this first month. So they're very good. And I believe in what the Rays are doing. Offensive, defensively pitching. I'm jealous of the energy they play with. That schedule part matters a little bit. They're not going to go their next 30 games. They're not going to go 21 and five again. Horrible math there, Jake. But I'm not, I'm not chopping them down for losing a series to the Astros. But that does just need to be in perspective just a little bit. Both things can be no, right. I mean, the Rays can be yeah, really it, good. They played some teams that weren't along the way. Any like. What's the word I'm looking for? Anyone in, with a sane mind <laughs> saw that, you know, 19 and three is not sustainable. Yes. Like that's just, you're not going to run through the season like that. But, <laughs> no teams ever. What do we that. talk about? You got to take care of business, yes. man. They took Absolutely. care of business. We can't like sit here and like say, well, 
you took care of business on bad teams. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. What do you want them to do? Just play regular all freaking 600 ball? No, they played 800 ball yeah. against these kids. Yes. So it's going to allow them now a, a little bit of leeway uh, through May, which is going to be an incredibly tough schedule. And like I said, if they go 500 in that, there's still a zillion games over 500. So you take care of business against the bad teams. You do your best to win series against these these good teams. The Rays are going to be just fine. They have an identity, man. Yes. A real deal identity, and that that's something, man. It really is. So, yeah, I'm not faulting them. We're going to talk about Hunter Brown in a little bit. He mm. shut him down. I mean, that's what you think about when you talk about the Astros. Obviously offensively they can go although they haven't even really clicked yet offensively as a team Abreu has not hit he's going to hit people uh they're going to get better offensively but when you think about the Astros I mean you think about that high-end starting pitching they have the pitching depth the bullpen's disgusting and that happened to the Rays man sometimes what did Giannis say oh Giannis is viral sometimes the other team just wins (laughs) Sometimes you get beat. Sometimes it's your day. Sometimes it's not your day. And dude, the Astros pitcher showed up the last two games. Rays fans, you'll be all right. Astros fans, what am I supposed to say to you? You guys have been riding high for a long time. Could I tell you something, Trev? Sure. Well, that didn't sound... That clip that sounded like me. What was that? Um, I want to tell you something. I'm not a king. I don't sit in this chair by divine birthright. It's an absolute privilege to be the GM of the White Sox. We're going there right now. Trev, I'm so done with them. They, I don't know what it is. I don't know if, like, I've had a rough 10 days. You're hurting right now. Like, the month of April wrapping up. Or it's seven months of bad baseball. But I can't. I'm I'm done. I think White Sox fans are done. Um, I I think seven and nineteen, Trevor. That's not. You know, when we talked about the Cardinals before, there's some there's some things going on. They're ten and sixteen. It's you know, it's not great. Seven wins. They've only seen I mean, White Sox fans have only seen their team win seven times this year. No way. It's difficult. There's nothing going well for them at all. 28th in OBP, 27th in OPS. That ain't going to get it done. 26th in whip for your starting pitchers, 29th in whip for your relievers. That ain't going to get it done. A lot of traffic on the bases. They don't exactly have the most stellar defense either. They've been dealing with injuries too. They've been bad. They've been injured. I don't know about the leadership within that organization, whether it is the front office and you got Han just, what's he said? I'm not here by divine birthright. What? So we're, it's an all time. Oh, sorry. Show. I thought you were. Thanks for clearing <laughs> that one up for me. What? I don't, you know what? I don't like, this is what I don't like, man. Yeah. I know you like, you want, you want, you want people to hold you accountable. You want to be accountable to your fans. But don't come on here and just chastise people saying, like, it's all on me. It's all on me. No, it's not, dude. It's on the players. It is on you a little bit. It's not all on you. It's on the entire organization, dude. Like, don't sit here and say it's all on me because you think that's what people want to hear. Fans are not stupid. 
Okay, we don't need to be talked to like we're kids. It's not all on you, bro. Like, stop saying that. There was an incredible call in. Did you listen to that thing? A fan called into a Chicago radio station and went on a seven-minute rant about how the last 25 years have been just abysmal. He talked about ownership. He talked about front office. He talked about players. He talked about free agent signings. He talked about the lack of energy. He talked about you know the, the managers they've had. And he went off. And everything he said was right. It was pointed, but it was right, man. You know, they got a couple of decent players on that team. Everybody else has not performed. So, like, I get it, Rick. You want to get up and, and be accountable for the people. But, man, it's not all on you. It's on everybody. And this, yeah, I mean, if you if you want a red flag and you can, I am going to be, like, one of the people playing the violin on the Titanic. I'm going down with the ship, bro. I am. I still look at this roster and I can't fathom them being this bad all year. I cannot. I can't imagine Lance Lynn continuing like this. They need to get Tim Anderson back. Uh, but this is... I guess I'm going down with the ship. And I'm okay with you red flagging them at the same time. Trev, I'm, I'm okay <clears throat> if I'm wrong and they finally click Seven months later that we've won. It's not going to happen, okay? No, like, I'll, like I, I can't. I'm almost getting emotional. Like, I would be happy for baseball because there are so many good players on this team that I want to talk about in an endearing way, and I can't at all. And, man, I, I hope, you know, you, you were, last year you were <laughs> talking about how the Mariners fans and even their uh, – I think their social media team got involved a little bit because you announced them dead. Mike Trout killed them famously. And I mean, they he did kill them. They Whatever. rallied around that a little bit. The zombie Mariners. Hey, I, I, I kind of don't want to be like that. If they do, I'd be happy for White Sox fans. I'd be happy for those players. Um, you know, I, I almost get nerd. Lucas Giolito has been very nice to us. He's one of the biggest men I've ever seen. He could toss me around like a sock puppet. Um, I'll tell you this, if it continues like this and he does get traded that I, I referenced last episode, he'd be a fine trade piece. I think his quote, whatever team he was on, he'd say, what a breath of fresh air. Because I can't imagine what that yes. organization is like right now. And hey, maybe they rally and it's a, wow, can you believe it? I'm out. I'm, I'm, not, in, I'm not in the clubhouse, obviously, guys. I'm in MagnaCon <laughs> studio yes. right now. Sick as a dog, still doing the show. Dog. But tell me who the leader in that clubhouse is. We just talked about the Pirates, Santana, McCutcheon, stepping up. Who does that for them? Elvis Andrews? He's been there, what, a year and a half? Not even? How long has he been there? He can't really. Yeah, not even. He was like after the deadline and now he's back. You can say that about Santana. You can't say it about Kutch, though. They need leaders. It can't be pitchers. That's that's my take on the whole thing. I guess, I guess it would leaders, be if Tim Anderson, who's, who's hurt now. Yes. But it cannot be a pitcher, and people might fight me on that. And I've had, I think there are pitchers that are leaders, and they can be that. But for the most part, every single team I played on is a position player because you're in the grind. You're there every single day doing it. And you have to, those are the guys that rally the boys. I don't know what they got, man. I, I, hope, I hope it's Tim Anderson, and I hope he 
steps up and 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 figures a way out to get these guys going again. Um, but you know, when you look at kind of these guys are trying, dude. They are right. They're working. They're trying, but it's just not enough. Like something has to change uh, because you're. I mean, the results are just not there. They haven't been there at all. And and the at the end of the day, man, it is a results business. You got to get the job done. Uh, so I don't know if they need a new voice. We thought we were going to get it with Grafal. I don't think like he's the problem. Um, they're like, playing. I always mention this. Trev, I just tweeted out. Managers can only do so much. They're, the Fangraphs page, that little box that shows like a brief summary of hitting, pitching, starting pitching, and relief pitching. There's a lot of 29s on there. There's a lot of 25s on there. Like, <clears throat> here's the one. I mean, you look the one. You look up and down the stat sheet. It's not good, dude. I'm gonna leave a one percent window open because I. I, I oh, understand. You, no, 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 no. Hear this out. What you said about pitchers, I think there's truth there. If TA comes back and Liam Hendricks comes back, you talk about pitchers and it's a tough, it's a tough role to be a leader. If for a starting pitcher, if there's four days, you're not on the field. Hey, if you're the guy that ends up on the field to try to secure every win and you just beat cancer and shit and you're a fucking... Aussie, his personality, he can lead a little bit. So I, I would love if that's a storyline. Liam Hendricks comes back and the White Sox fucking go. I just, I don't, I can't believe in it. But I, I would love that for baseball. Who? Talking yeah, baseball. Yeah, you're, you're hot. Do you like? Am I okay? Are you a secret White Sox fan? Did you, were you the caller? <laughs> hey, you know what though? Shout out Jake Berger, getting an opportunity, and, and he's one dot in it right now through 59 plate appearances. I understand that, but hey, you're getting a shot, and you're doing it. Yasmani's been hitting um, decently. Everybody else is kind of just doing nothing. That's starting pitching. Jake Berger's childhood home. You love Jake Berger. Jake Berger pod. Can I give him a Kopech? I believe in you, bro. He's got a seven. Lance Lynn got a seven. Everybody else in the fours. That's it's a twins league, baby. That's what, that's what I would say because they're the opposite. You want to talk some twins? Because I I don't have much for the Yankees. They're uh they're hurt playing a weird brand of baseball. We talked about it midweek a little bit. I'll I'll give you a minute on the twins. Uh, you know, give me a minute I'll on the get, Twins. You know what, Trev? I'll give you a 15. You guys used to fucking talk about the Yankees. I'll give you a 15. You know, ad nauseum. 30. Term. Just run out the show. It's the pitching for the Twins. Holy crap. Did you hear what I just said? Yeah. It's the pitching for the Twins. Let's go, dude. Uh, the starters have been great. In this series in particular, Sonny Gray shuts him down. He was absolutely nasty, throwing wiffle balls up there. Joe Ryan comes back the next day, does the damn same thing. Scattered some hits, but... Looked great doing it. Uh, they get banged up the next day. Uh, they jump Maeda there. Uh, but, you know, we get the first season series win against the Yankees since 2001, which is a, I thought was a made-up stat. Um, but times are changing, man. The offense still has not clicked for the Twins. I think it will. I think that they have enough there. I think uh, getting Correa, you know, getting him hot will be good. They're going to get Kirilov back. Uh, Joey Gallo has been great. I hope he continues that. 
so like I said, like there's, we talked about this last time, uh, maybe on, was it was a Wednesday or Monday, but the twins have room to improve, man. Like yeah. the pitching has been good, but the offense really hasn't been there yet. Uh, if they can get everything going at all at once, I think this team has a chance to do some really special things this year. There's a good vibe in Minneapolis right now. Um, and, and beating the Yankees, you know, talk about slaying the dragon. Mm. It's the first step. It's the first step, man. Baby steps. Uh, but they look good. I'm excited. I'm going to be part of it. When they get a World mm. Series ring, I'm probably going to get a World oh, Series ring. Right. Maybe a playoff share. You guys want to fucking hook it up? <laughs> that pitching, no. Trev, it, it's no joke, man. What? What Pablo Lopez, Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, and even those guys in the bullpen, Duran and Lopez, what those guys can do. Um, yeah, man, there's, there's a different level of hope this year in Minnesota. Uh, so I'm happy for you. And yeah, Yanks are, Yanks are funky, man. Uh, they need their young guys to go. They need a, they need a Matt Carpenter-type performance this year from someone like a Jake Bowers and AAA or something. If you want more Jake Bowers and AAA, go check out Talking Yanks. Um, Trev, I guess uh, the two we didn't really get to, O's, O's, so- oh, I guess we talked about that a little bit, uh, or a, uh, A's, uh, Angels. Do you, do you want anything with those two or, or jump it to the I.L.? I think you jump into the IL. You know, good job by the Angels taking care of business, taking three or four. That was a wild first game. That was a crazy catch by Taylor Ward. Yeah. All for naught, though. That kind of stinks. But um, awesome to see that. And then, yeah, Shohei does his thing. Sandoval, really good start there. Um, what do you go? Seven innings pitch with two earned runs. He's a dog, man. Where are you at with the Angels? Like, what's, what's your feeling on them right now? Same as it has been? Because that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I feel like they feel a little better. I mean, I got duped by them last April, so I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not buying in at all. And I still very much believe in the Astros. And I think the Rangers have shown me more than I, so I guess for me, they have a divisional problem where, um, the vibes feel pretty okay in Halo land, but I'm not. I can't buy in because of the teams around them. Okay. It's a little soft. It's a little bit of a soft take, but it's honest. We got to get this. We have to let the season breathe a little bit more. Yeah. I think there are teams that you can see early on in the season. Okay. They're going to be there. There's teams that you can see early on the season. They're not going to be there. I think the story is yet to be written on the angels. I haven't seen enough to really determine that it's a big year for these guys. It's a massive year for the Halo. You know what, Trev? That's a great point. The fact that they didn't poop the bed in April is very important to them. Like, where are they standing right now? Because otherwise, literally every episode, we'd be talking about where Shohei's going. 14 and 12 right now, two games over 500. I mean, look, yeah, I think we have to see more ball out of them. I think their, their, their relievers have been good. Starting's been decent. I think they can also perform a little bit better offensively. They've had some guys go. Um, so there is room for improvement there. I get what you're saying about the division, but I don't really put that much stock into that because we're playing such a more balanced yeah. schedule. Like it's a little bit means a little bit less. Um I think I mean I put them I put the Rangers and the Angels kind of in the same spot for me. Like I gotta see more. 
honestly, I, I'm going to kind of say it again. A, a big box for them this year was don't shit the bed in April, and they have a winning record. So, like, that's, that's good. Is Hunter Renfro just, like, a guy? Yes. Has yes. he always been a guy and we just don't ever freaking know he, it? Or he's what? MLB's Brandon Cooks. He ends up on a different team. And you draft him in fantasy, and you kind of hate it, but you play him, and he has some big games, and like he moves on to the next team. The guy's been good. He hits extra base hits, man. He his on base percentage for his career is only three oh two. This year it's changed; it's three fifty two early on in the season. He's got a career seven ninety six OPS. He hits with pop, man. And he signs what one year deals. He's been traded he, around. I, it's like a trade. I don't think he's... He's had one free agent deal signed with Boston. They traded him to Milwaukee the Ooh, next here's year. a good Milwaukee one. Let's... traded him to the Angels. Oh, my gosh. Let's do uh, career earnings. Ooh. Um, I, I, I know what he's making this year, so I'll tell you that. He's making 11.9 this year. Good for him. I'll go... That's so weird. Um, 55? Ooh, that's high for me, I think. Okay. Oh, do you know? I thought you knew. I don't know. I'm gonna look right now. I, I think, think I'm looking I think at the number. In, I think he's in the high 30s. No, I think he's in the low 30s. The number I'm seeing is 27. Okay. Okay. Yes. The last two that years are real. Are real money. 31. Put up a big year this year. I don't know. Um, he plays a wild right field. A lot of outfield assists. A lot of errors. <laughs> um. He's a, just really he, balls to the wall, Hunter. He, he's a wild horse. Orioles, I love your team so much. They're not getting a big up today, but my God. Uh, Yenier Cano, he's 24 consecutive batters out to start the season. Yeah, he's slinging it up there. What yeah, the f- man. Dude. That's what I'm talking about. That, like, it's so hard to predict bullpens nowadays because guys can change their pitch selection you know, whenever they want, essentially. You just, it could change in one bullpen session. It's nuts, man. So, like, it's paramount for all these teams to be able to, like, analyze the data and be able to apply it in real-life situations, man. Like, if they saw something, like, hey, we saw you throw this pitch. Trackman caught this spin at this angle. Can you do that again? Like, it, it's simple stuff like that that can change someone's career. So, good for Cano. Uh, I wanted to go back to the Angels. Shout out Brandon Drury for getting out to a good start. He had like a moment. He, I mean, he's like, he had a homer. He's like, oh, yeah, that got me going. And like, usually that does get you going a little bit. Uh, but uh, I, I like that he's an 824 right now. The on-base percentage isn't there, but <clears throat> off to a good start nonetheless. He, uh, he's got some pop. It's, uh, it's good to feel good, Trev, which <laughs> this podcast has struggled with the past couple weeks. Orioles, man, they have a bullpen. And their offense is relentless, and that's a really good formula. It's a really yeah. good formula. And they got their starters had that good stretch. They got banged around this series a little bit, but I um, love them, man. That bullpen. Let's go. Trev, let's do a little IL, big poppy. Yeah. In the IL, Kansas City Royals, Arizona Diamondbacks. You guys were glued to your televisions and you watched. The Snakes take two out of three. Man, my Royals are... <laughs> they're in a dark place, huh? Um, 
hey, the game they won, it was a singer day. They put up some runs. They have a new Homer thing. They've got a gladiator mask. We like that. Uh, and hey, my snakes, Zach Allen refuses to give up a run. Um, unreal. You're going to hear about him. Um, man, they sent down some of their young guys. We saw a lot of that around baseball. Um, snakes win another series. They're on top of the NL West. Rockies guards, another series that, uh, Trev, I know you watched a lot of. Rockies take two out of three. Head turn? Guardians under 500. Hey, go Rockies go. Profar, Malibu Mike three hit day? Uh-oh. I should be golfing with you right now. Why are you still playing baseball? <laughs> Charlie B- Blackman. How about young uh, Bretton Doyle getting a chance and putting something out there? Same with Feltner. Go Rockies go. Cleveland. Are we worried? And your Cincinnati Reds sweep yeah, the yeah. Texas Rangers. Uh, we've got a couple walk-offs, a comeback, down six. Um, hey, man, Graham Ashcraft has been twirling it. Nick Senzel, former pro- big-time prospect with a couple huge games. Uh, don't forget thick neck Josh Young's two-homer day. But it's Reds, baby. They do it. Two walk-offs. Big comeback. You gotta love a couple good nights in Cincinnati. Phillies take two out of three from Seattle. Seattle, another yellow flag team, Trev. Um, no, no. Stop that. Hey, man. They won the first game. Uh, Kelnick, Teoscar, you love that for them. But these Phillies are starting to win again. Uh, Castellanos. Uh, man, George Kirby. A great start, but all for naught in that final game. Phillies get it done. How about Cody Clemens getting involved in that win? Uh, Brewers, Tigers. Tigers take two out of three. Jesus. A couple of... Wouldn't have predicted this week's IL, Trev. Um, man, Nick Maton with the big game. Uh, Kerry Carpenter. I think, was that his walk-off that lost me a bet? Um, whoa! Whoa! All right, Jakey Gambles. We'll get away from that. Hey, that's what happened in the I.O. One of the more aesthetically pleasing series was the Phillies. Mm. More on that a little bit later. I'm gonna my standout uh, performance is going to come uh, from that series. Standout performance. No yellow flag oh, for the teaser. Mariners, huh? Because you know, no, no, be, no. You just talked about I, I, okay. I think that um, not yellow at all. I just, I just, I, I trust them as an organization to get it going, and that's coming from a guy that pronounced them dead last year. They turned me <laughs> like, do you know, like so that's what's going do, on here. Do you know, like in Game of Thrones, when sure do, uh, like uh, one of the Greyjoys gets like he's like part of the Starks, but he goes back, and then he's how like, mid were the Greyjoys? Get out of here. Well, there's the one guy that like took over who wasn't really a great joy. I yeah. Think he was a bastard. And he like he like trained the great joy to be like his like <laughs> puppet, essentially. Like he like broke him down like a like a dog, dude. Yeah. That's what Mariners fans have done to me. Like I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, they're great. They're great. I love the Mariners. George Kirby. It's the best I've ever seen in my life. Oh my God. I'm terrified of Mariners fans. Are you Reek? Are you Reek. the Mariners, yes. Reek? I couldn't remember his name, but I they they broke me. Trevor, like I'll go get them, I'll go get him dinner, and I'll just give it to him and leave. 
Trevor. I don't deserve to be at the table with them. Throw my food on the floor. I'll eat it off the fucking floor. So much to unpack there. I can't. Um, <laughs> I love it so much. I got to stop my cursing. Zach Gallen, 28 innings scoreless is insane, and he deserves to be talked about more, and I'm going to say that every episode, even when he starts giving up a run, which maybe he won't. Maybe New Jersey he, boy? Maybe he won't. Um, he's out of control and uh, jumping around this aisle a little bit. Um, there won't we be do- a ton of huge Reds weeks. Okay. Well, maybe we're wrong. Baseball has a way. But boy, did they have a fun one, huh? Two walk-off sweep those Texas Rangers. Uh, good on the Reds, babe. No, it's amazing, dude. To be able to come back like that. I mean, if, there's a, if there is a time for the Reds to have confidence and try to take some momentum and run with it, it's right now. Because when you win games in that fashion, that's what it does. It breeds confidence in you. That's when you can point back to and say, hey, we were down in those games. And do you remember what happened? We came back and did the damn thing. Senzel had a really nice swing on that last walk off. I think it was a 3-2 breaking pitch. Mm. And didn't try to do too much. There's a runner on second base. He ain't thinking big fly right there. He's thinking about, you know, getting him in any way he can. Short stroked it, homer. Mm. Those things right there mean something, man. When you have those type of the bats and as a team, you have those type of series. Hey, there's some talent on this roster. There really is, man. There's some kids that can ball. Going a little bit and, and series like this can make it happen. There's some kids on that team that can ball. Um, I thought you said that was some gall. I think that's also a word. <laughs> some kids on Beavers, that team. Can you look up? Oh, he's not in his chair anymore. He sprinted out. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what that Well, was. I think gall's a word. Gall is definitely a word. I don't know if the Reds have it. Reds fans. Um, <laughs> let, sound off. Sound off and let us if know. If you guys haven't subscribed to this channel yet. What are you doing? Please. What are you doing? Subscribe. Gosh, I'm sick right now. I'm I'm laying my life out you are. for you. You're on the table. Reek. I appreciate it. Let me tell you something what happened the other night. Okay. We're in the aisle now. Things get a little crazy now. Shout out Zach Gowan for throwing wiffle balls. There was someone opened up a stream of our office. And I get a, t- a, yeah. a tweet saying, hey, there's like an empty stream going on. So yeah. I was like, all right, let me see what's going on. I was in the chat for like five minutes and we were just getting rowdy in the chat. It was like a concert in the chat and the screen was just the, the room, an empty room. And we're all like, Ooh, what's there? Ooh, there's a fanny pack. What's going on? The, that was the most rowdy chat I've ever been. Have we got an answer on that yet? Do we know what happened? I still don't actually know what room it the was. The screen like flickered a few times. It was nuts. Was it I'm the live you, stream? The most fun I, yes. It's the that most fun the most I've sense. had in a chat. Like the, 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 the people were fired up, man. I don't know how I got here, but it was awesome. If you're a part of it, you know. Yeah, no, that was, that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, there's, you know, a bunch of texts and messages in our company. We're like, hey, there's, there's a live stream of nothing going on right now. Um, I don't know what happened. I, I you know, the. The jam football talking Giants guys, they were streaming for the draft last night, and maybe on the way out, they hit a go live again. I don't know, but um, 
Yeah. This was a couple Ghosts? nights ago, right? So probably a, supposed to be a test. Oh, I thought, I, it was, I thought it was last night. I thought it was two nights ago. I think it was a topic. Yeah, it was two nights ago. Oh, okay. It probably was a yeah. practice stream. It just happened. Trev, you want anything else there? Maybe my Rocks fans will be mad at me. They thought they'd get more, but I'm, I'm good in the IL. No, we're good. We don't usually go too in-depth. Um, Phillies, nice series against my Mariners. Hey, back to 500. They, they were down for a little bit. Good for them. Yeah. I'm going to talk a little bit Salvage more about uh, Mariners later. Yeah, I know you are. Um, God puppet boy for the Mariners shout out the Tigers I don't know like I feel like we never talk about the Tigers and apparently AJ Hinch is a genius because ever since he yeah. benched Javi Baez he's been going off yeah that's good coaching it is good coaching you got anything on that series I'm looking through the stats right now I definitely did not watch the Tigers versus the Brewers series I'm going through the sheet right now um I don't know. yeah I mean Kerry Carpenter lost me a bet. Uh, that's what I know. <laughs> Nick Maton was, uh, Maton was 0 for 22. And this is what I'm telling people. Sometimes when you're there, bunting's okay. He bunts to get on to first base and then slugged his way around the bases in the third. Mm. That's on the sheet right there. But I love I love a bunt when you're when you're feeling down and you just need a knock so you can see it on the board, see that average go up a little bit. This is the way. It's good to feel good. I might put that on a shirt, man. God, I love the Mandalorian show. Trev, standout performances. Standout performances. Is brought That's to you by Lightbox. Trev, if you're trying to stand out. This Mother's Day, maybe get mom or wifey or whoever it is in your life some light box diamonds and they're lab grown so they'll be a price you will understand a little better. Sparkly studs, brilliant necklaces. These joms will make her draw drop. Code Talking Baseball 10. 10% off your purchase. Mix it up. Don't get the flowers. Don't get the socks. I mean, a nice necklace. Oh, where'd you get this necklace? Oh, the hubby got it for me for Mother's Day. Oh, must have been a pretty nice weekend. Shop light box lab grown diamonds. Use code Talking Baseball 10, 10% off. There's a link in the description. Trevor? Shine bright like a diamond. That's what Rihanna says. Mm. Why do you have two people highlighted? That's against the rules. Is one of them for your award? It's the top I'm doing guy. two now. I'm, I'm doing not two doing now. two. I'm unhighlighting one. Well, I'm going to do two. <laughs> okay. You shout do two, out I Alex do one. Cobb. I want to shout out Alex Cobb. <laughs> Complete game shuddy. Six hits. He's our friend. We love him. Yeah. I really, really enjoy Alex Cobb, and seeing him have success makes me happy. So yeah. I want to shout him out. Nine innings pitch, six hits, zero earned runs. He only walked one and only four Ks which means he's eliciting soft contact, mm. which was the nickname that uh, your manager gave you in Little League. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, that was my, my real standout. That was my nickname on the middle school dance floor. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> my real standout performance. And I love this for so many different reasons. First of all, JP Crawford and I are going to have a tri-tip off. Yes. That's his specialty. 
also my specialty. It was also the middle school dance floor. Tried to. <laughs> what were you doing in middle school? Oh, man. I was playing sports on the freaking blacktop, dude. I was You're doing... like getting hard ons on the dance floor? <laughs> no, Relax. time out. I didn't say that. <laughs> I did not say that. Or like trying to, but not achieving it. I don't know. <laughs> trying Anyways, really Tri tip is a cut of meat. I know. You're very yeah, proud of it. beautiful cut of meat. The Cali Crawford boys are very proud of your tri-tip. We are. Thank you very much. Also, we always mention J.P. Crawford on this yes. pod because we are a J.P. Crawford pod. Also, I am the Mariners fans. Yes. Reek. Reek. Goes three for four with a double, a home run, four ribbies, and a run against the team that basically gave up on him. Revenge games always do it for me, man. When I went back to Minnesota the first time, all I wanted to do was have a revenge game. I was like, I just want to fucking crush the ball so much. Never really happened. <laughs> I grounded out into a double play to end the game. Stop. Yeah, Brandon Kinsler, who like was never really that nice to me. So I like we didn't really have a great relationship. I wanted to hit. The, I mean, we were close. I think it was like a, a one run game or something like that. And I was like, dude, I'm gonna I'm about to hit Homer right I'm about here. to win the game. Two hopper to the shortstop. I didn't even. I didn't even have to run. It was just over. Taylor made. Anyways, JP does it though, man. And I seen this guy in the Phillies organization not getting his shot. You know, kind of like withering away in AAA. They didn't really know what to do with him. Oh, he's he's a light hitting shortstop. Can he play at the big leagues? Is he is he physical enough? Heard all those things about this guy. He goes over to Seattle, finds a home. They let him be himself. He's turned into a really good ball player over there. So shout out JP Crawford. Love you for more reasons than you know. Mm. I think I just explained all of them. Tri-tip, yeah. former teammate, revenge game, swag. His homer was stuff. sick. Yeah. It like, was a bomb. It was a bomb. and just Against like, another guy who likes to cook, Taiwan Walker. Look at that. Those are some tri-tip guys. Um, you, you, J.P. Crawford, and Taiwan Walker in the tri-tip contest. Uh, you might I would last. love that. I don't want to tell them like they're going to lose, but fuck, I'm good, dude. When they're both done playing, you can have some nice July weekends. Mm. Mm. Uh, Trev, great double standout, triple standout. I'm, I'm going to do a knockoff Trevor Plouffe and list a couple guys because uh, I could have given this to Corbin Carroll. I could have given this to Jan Gomes or Danny Chanson, who had big days. Could have given this to Wander Franco. Um, could give anything to Zach Gallen. Oh, my God. Trev, I had two guys highlighted. One was Sam Hilliard, just because we'd become a full-blown Sam Hilliard pod. Um, yes. He had a two-homer day with a steal, and he's just full-blown Braves magic. But another guy is Braves magic. Spencer Strider, eight innings oh. pitched, two hits, no earned runs, 13 Ks, and no walks, Trev. He gave them nothing. Baseball is a really tough sport, Trev. I don't have to tell you this. Spencer Strider was so good last year, I think everyone was almost skeptical. Because to be that sure. good at baseball is near impossible. He's doing it again. Five starts, 30 innings pitched, 49 strikeouts, Trev. He leads the National League in FIP, 
hits per nine, and strikeouts per nine. The dude's full-blown different. I love watching a pitch. Um, he handled Matt Olson zooing that ground ball um, the correct way. I definitely like seeing that. I mean, this guy's a young dude. He's a rookie last year. You got to remember that, dude. He's uh, feeling settled in the big leagues, obviously. He's got his contract. He's one of, if not the best pitcher in the National League right now. And what's funny is Zach Gallen, you know, he has overtaken him in strikeouts uh, for the year. And I was like, dang, like, we're not really, we don't really talk about that that much. We talk about Spencer Strider all the time. And, and Zach Gallen's here overtaking him. And then I looked. He's only started five games. Zach Gallon's started six games. So Spencer Strider is going to retake the lead in strikeouts uh, after his next start. He's an animal, man. Two-pitch pitcher as a starter. And you're able to do that? That's nuts. Some would say it's not sustainable, but he's sustaining it. It's not sustainable, but he's sustaining it. Yeah. That's... How many, how many, how many two-pitch starters do we have in the league? Not many, man. I mean, he's, he's, Braves fans probably want us to mention the 21 changeups he's thrown this year, 4%, but no, but he's a two pitch pitcher. You got to be at 10% for me to consider it a pitch. It's nuts. He's 24 years old. Is he married? What's his, what's his relationship status? It's a great question. Um, He's from the South. He went to Clemson. He's 24. There's a chance he's married. Um, Trev, just another thing I want to throw out there. And, you know, some big-time prospects get sent down this week. Jordan Walker, um, Dre Jameson, a, a few other guys around the league. Brian Bayo. Uh, Red Sox fans were so mad at us for not giving Brian Bayo love. Um, he's, he's back down figuring He'll out. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. He's going to yeah, be, not a great start. He's going to be fine, Trev. But baseball takes a little bit to click unless you're Spencer Strider who was never on a top prospect list. What? Well, I mean, how long did he stay in the minor leagues? Uh, he was drafted in, he was oh, drafted wow. in the I fourth round in 2020. You know, it's one of those, yeah, it's a weird sport, dude. It's a weird sport. That's nuts. Let me see. Okay, so in my, in the minor leagues, he only had twenty one starts. So that's a couple over a couple different years. No, over one year. He spent one year in the minor leagues. He spent one year. He went to four teams. He started in low A. He went to high A. He went to double A. Went to triple A. Holy snikes! Does he have his Braves extension yet in donation to the charity or no? He does. Okay, good. Six years, seventy five M's, and you talked about. If you're a rookie, it's hard to come up and have success unless you're in the Braves organization. And then you come up and you just are a guy. I don't know what they're doing, player development-wise, scouting-wise, but my goodness, good for them. I could make a very strong argument for him being the best starting pitcher in baseball. Yes. That's insane. That's insane. Fourth-round pick out of Clemson. Um, Trev... Hit it. Mm. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. Like this song does not match our show, but it's, it all. matches our show perfectly. But that's why. That makes sense. 
Well, you, you're kind of a F boy. Okay, now we're talking. Yeah, a little bit. Middle school dance, yeah. Oh, my God. All right, people, we love Enfuego, and Dalton's done a nice little job here separating uh, these categories. So now you know, Damn. hey, who had a good series? That's nice. Who had a good week? That's even nicer. The nicest two weeks. Mm. We'll start with the series. Brandon Jury, my guy, went nine for 15, two doubles, a triple. He had four freaking tanks with t- 12 ribbies, seven runs, and three walks. That was in a four-game set against Oakland. Do your thing, Brandon. Yeah. You look good in a uni, baby. Sure does. Glad you're having success. Ramon Urias of the Baltimore Orioles, seven for 11 in this series. Dang, bro. You got to hit basically every time. A double, three ribbies, five runs, and a walk. That's a three-game set against Boston. And Nick Senzel, he had the walk off. He went five for 11 with that homer. Three ribbies, three runs, a stolen base, and a walk. That was against Texas. Now, for the week of 421 through 427, how about our guy Yoshida in Boston coming alive? I like it. I want this guy to be good. I want the Red Sox to be good. 11 for 23 during this week with a double. He had three homers, eight RBIs, four runs, and two walks. Nick Castellanos, we're a big Nick Castellanos uh, show here. He also went 11 for 23 with a double, three homers. Mm. He only had five RBIs. He had seven runs. That's a nice week. And then our Velo King mm. up in Toronto, Yusai Kikuche. Mm. I said that so wrong. I'm so sorry, people. Yeah, I, I messed that up. I'm going to do it again. Yusai Kikuchi. Mm. Might have messed that up still. 11 and two-thirds innings pitch. Only eight hits, one earned run in those two games with only three walks to 11 Ks. We saw him in person. Yeah. That was really nice. Two weeks now. Yeah. And we gave this guy a little bit of love. Actually, all these guys we've given a love. Yeah. Uh, Yiner Cano of the Orioles. He has eight and two-thirds innings pitch. I don't think he's allowed to run it all this year, has he? He doesn't. He got everyone out, and then the first guy he let on base, he hit him with a pitch. Oops. Yeah. So uh, 24 batters in a row he got out, uh, tied the club record open a season, and then he hit the guy on the 25th batter. That's pretty good. First pitch sinker, too. Get out of the way. Still hasn't given up a hit. Get out of the way. Yeah. So uh, he's been doing it, I guess, just all year. Spencer Strider, you mentioned. We don't have to go through uh, him too much, 14 innings pitch, that's, that's ridiculous. Love that he's going that long into games with that many strikeouts. 22 Ks to three walks. And then our guy, uh, Duran, uh, outfielder for Boston, 14 for 35 over these last two weeks with five doubles, a homer. He has 10 RBIs, seven runs, three walks, and two stolen bases. That's your Enfuego. Root for these guys. I love it. Yeah, you know, didn't even say in Spencer Strider's soliloquy that he had a perfect, perfect game going. Um, and a no-hit bid going his past couple starts. So, um, Jaron Duran, how about it? Sox Nation, kid. Uh, Trev, uh, we have a weird injury segment that, um, that's the name of it. Uh, Bassett left with a back injury. We'll see where he's at. Um, ooh, okay, Dalton had returning from I.L. I like that. Mitch Hanniger and Austin Slater back for the Giants. Let's go. Um, Yu Chang, Austin Hayes, uh, banged up. Uh, our guy uh, Colin McHugh returning from the oh, IL, and uh, so good, is so good. is so is Jose Siri uh, for those Rays because they need help. Um, oh my God, I missed a list of injured guys. There's so many. Judge got There's banged so up. So many. Jesus, 
Josh Young, Baez, Springer, Gonsolin came back. Okay, dude, I can't. I'm, I'm going to talk to Dolan. That, that segment gets it's me. a lot. Of, well, no, it's not his fault that people are getting injured. It's informative and people like it. It just punches me in the face every time. Can um, I say this about injuries real yes, quick? Need you to. Everyone's so like, the trainers, man. We got a new training staff. Things are going to be okay. What can the training staff do? They all do the same stuff, people. They do the same stuff. You're on your own program in the big leagues. You don't stretch as a team usually, like barely. Right. Like, so they can give you guidelines. It's up, for, it's up to you to take care of your body. And it's also sports. Injuries happen in sports. The training staff, I'm telling you, telling you. Like, they all do the same things. They all have the same equipment. Mm. Like, I don't think you can spit, you can say like, hey, this team didn't get injured as much as this team. Their training staff is better. That's not the case. It sometimes right. it's just sheer luck. Like, so I keep hearing that, man. And I just got to say, like, I've been part of a lot of different organizations. They're all about the same. Yeah. I no. never was like, holy shit, this training staff whipped me in the shape. It's on you, the player. Trev, you're not you're not wrong. It's a it's a weird thing that people don't know because there's there's guys that have injury histories, there's fluky injuries, there's injuries that seem non-fluky, and then you know it's how organizations use guys. Like you know we've we've talked a lot on talking Yanks. They have a lot of relievers do the up downs, and like Jimmy thinks there's a correlation to how many of their relievers have gotten injured in the past few years, and a lot of them have. Like so, I I don't know. It, it's one of the places that fans have an outlet that they can say their opinion and they just there you can't counter it necessarily. So I, I think what you're saying is right, but also, yeah, like who's, there's not a world famous trainer who keeps everybody healthy. Is there? No. And it's not like some organization has this secret machine that like this works on everyone. It's like, they all have the same what stuff. If they dude. do. And we don't know, you know what they track. actually don't. What if the there Braves some, have it? What if the Braves have some, the secret machine that makes Spencer Striders? Maybe I would say this. Here's the difference. There are some. There are some teams that have, um, you know, some of the newer equipment, whether it is um, a, a cryo chamber or some hyperbaric chambers or some stuff like that. Not every team has those available all the time. I mean, shoot, when I was playing, a team masseuse was like right. team to team, but that's not the training staff. No, that's like equipment that, like, I mean, hey, you got to put it in the budget. So that could be one separator. Some of the machines like that, a cryo at home. You know who has a cryo at home? The Oakland A's. What? Yeah. Not a lot of teams have that. The Oakland A's have one. I don't get it. Okay. Um, in that stadium, it is in like the smallest little crevice of the stadium. You have to walk up like 10 flights of stairs to get there. So they make it very... It might not even be the A's. It might even have been the Raiders. They just left it or something. I don't know. <laughs> Leftover cryo chamber. Um, Anyways, Trev, that uh, that passionate rant and what leads us into awards is is brought to us by DraftKings. I mentioned uh, what uh, what what Carrie C did to me this week. Uh, go Detroit, go! Uh, at the DraftKings sportsbook, you can place five dollars on any pregame money line bet, uh, and if you get it right, you'll get hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets. They've got their same game parlays. Juice it up. 
win a little extra. Join the big league action now on DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app and sign up with code TALKING. New customers can bet $5 on any pregame money line and get $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TALKING. Awards! I needed that. Trevor? I think I need to have that just like on loop somewhere when I'm feeling down. Just throw that thing on. We can we could set that up. As you can tell, now I'm in a good mood. Huge. So I went through a couple different uh, titles for this award. Uh, the first one was What Can Brown Do For You? That's an old uh, shipping company's yeah. uh, advertising. Jingle. Slogan. Slogan is the word I was looking for. You got it, out of boy. Are you falling? But you said I couldn't do it. Are you okay? I'm not okay. Not I'm fighting okay. through this. You said I couldn't do that. So then I started thinking, all right, what I really wanted to um, convey in this award is like, what's something that like from the get-go has just gotten the job done for me? Like what has like from the first time I used it to now has just been like, can't miss every single time you 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 got me and you're doing it. So I started thinking. We used to have uh, Brita water filters at my house, okay? And then we like put one of those things in the faucet. You know, like water is a big thing. You have kids, you have water bottles all the time. Water's you need it deal. to survive. I don't know if people know that, but mm. you drink got to drink water to survive. And um, and then we do water bottles, and like it just wasn't really working out. We didn't really have a good system for it, okay? And my family, we drink a lot of water. Olivia drinks a lot of water. We try to do it to our kids. So we're just like we're all over the place with our water. And then one day, I'm, I'm shopping at this big retail where you buy in bulk. And you have to have a membership to shop there. And I love it. So I'm in there, pushing my cart, getting all my stuff, getting Fuck my tri-tips. That's where I get my tri-tips. And there is somebody advertising something that I need. And it was a water jug company, like delivering you water jugs. And I said, you know what? I got to try this out. This could be the solution to our problems. Never had done it before. As a kid growing up, we never had it. We never had the big jug in our house. Never did. So this is the first time I tried it out. Signed up for my subscription. And since day one, it's been a savior in our house. I mean, I can't tell you how happy I am every other Friday when this dude strolls up my driveway with six new tanks of water, a bunch of water bottles. You can even get different carbonated beverages if you want. This service has been there for me since day one, just like Hunter Brown has been there for the Astros since day one. You talk about people coming up and not having success and it being a tough game. Hunter Brown says, what are you talking about? What game are you playing? I'm here 50 innings into my career, and I got a 178. A 178. This guy has come up and absolutely dominated this league. You know, for all the people the Astros have had to replace, you know, we know about Correa. Pena comes in, freaking wins rookie of the year, doesn't he? Or, or I don't know, he won something. He was really good. It's really good. For them to do it again, for them to do it again, man, like letting JV go and then just bringing this guy in. And he's been so freaking good, Jake. So freaking good. He's only started seven games. 
But you look at this guy and you know he's going to be there. He's going to provide for you for the foreseeable future. This guy's not a free agent until 2029, (laughs) dude. He's making 725 grand this year and he is a freaking problem. Watch him pitch. He's got three pitches. He elicits weak contact. He can strike guys out when he needs to. He's got the slider and the curveball. He knows where to go in the zone with them. Very, very impressive what he's been able to do. He's been reliable from the get-go. He's like my water company, who I love. I love you, Hunter Brown. Nothing to add. Um, Wayne State University? What? Fifth round pick out of Wayne State. Um, you, I, don't, I don't know. He's, he's throwing a 92-mile-per-hour slider 36% of the time, so I don't know how you hit that. Um, you I, don't. I have, no, I have no advice on that. Um, he, this is actually the point that got me started on this whole Hunter Brown. I wanted to get my award for this. Because now he is 50 and two-thirds innings into his career. Zero freaking homers given up. That's what you want. Yeah, man. Trev, I, you, we told people at the top of the show, I, I was going to give the same guy an award. I was going to give him happy divorcee because this team is now, they moved on from Correa and Pena popped up. Okay. World Series MVP, Rookie of the Year, all of it. Um Justin Verlander, you know, one of just an incredible season. Um, and here's Hunter Brown now. So yeah, they're just moving on to the younger and better thing. And they're good. And they're good. And they're going to be in the CS. You know, like it's uh, good for the kid. Good for the kid. Good for me and my water company. Just that love, loving relationship. I might look into that. I've just been drinking like faucet water recently, and I'm uh, I'm t- it'll change your life, bro. I know, man. I know. We we had like a beautiful fridge dispenser that's gone, and yeah, I might I might do that. Um, beautiful stuff, Trev. Um, I'll I'll do the uh, um, I just had it. I'm blanking on it. Uh, oh, the simulation is broken award. Oh. You know, another light topic is for it? you as we try to wrap up this, <laughs> this episode. Uh, Trev, you know our, our world is simulation. You tell people about it a lot. Um, and, you know, I think we're starting to see some glitches in the simulation. A little uh, bit. Yeah, I think, I think it's happening, you know. Uh, the glitch in the simulation for baseball is Otani. Um, Trevor, last night, (sighs) he missed the cycle Mm. by probably a quarter of an inch on the bat. Less. Less. Um, And I I just want to think about that again for a minute uh, because there's there's a couple things that you need to think about. Um, Shohei Otani was the starting pitcher in this game. Um, Wasn't his best start. That's fine. There's a lot of runs this game. Six innings pitched, eight Ks. Uh, Normal starting pitcher, you won't see them on the field again uh, for five days, four days, whatever. 
um, you know, they're icing their arm. They're with your training staff you're talking about. Trev, this was an 8-7 game. Uh, he scored two runs. He had an RBI. Trev, his first hit, infield single that he beats out running to first because he's one of the fastest guys in baseball. The triple, it's like a fly ball to the wall that goes off the guy's glove at the top of the wall. Gets a triple because he's one of the fastest guys in the league. He hits a single to left field that the center fielder cuts off, but he got a double because he's one of the fastest guys in the league. Trev, I, I know we do it. We talk about him the right amount because it's a baseball show and he's the best player. The simulation's fucking broken. Um, he wins the team won this game they had to put up eight, an 8 spot Um, I don't know dude I don't know I'll talk about Shohei Otani every single day because you're right I mean we've just it's become almost commonplace now oh yeah it's just Shohei Shohei doing Shohei but like I don't think that that, that doesn't do it justice obviously you're right when you really sit down and think about it, what this guy's able to do on the baseball field is crazy. We talk about like, oh, Gordon Carroll, he's so fast, man. How awesome is that? <laughs> Shohei Otani is just as fast as this dude. <laughs> oh, dude, have you seen uh, Camilo Duvall throw his fastball like at 100? Like, dude, he throws the shit out of the ball. Shohei Otani throws 100. Yeah. Oh, uh, Pete Alonzo. Hit Aaron Judge, they and Stanton. Oh, their exit velo and their pop. Yeah. Any they can go anywhere in the field, bro. Triple deck. Joe Hatani probably has more pop than those guys, yeah. and it's one player. Yeah. And honestly, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something. I don't know if this is controversial. Good, but I'm sick and I don't care. Perfect. I love that he's Japanese. Okay, I think it is so cool. Yes, no, that's, that that's he's not, not from here. Yes. He's not from here, and he's, and he's not from Latin America. He's something completely different, and he's doing it, man. Because typically, we don't think Japanese hitters coming over here and being able to do what he can do. There's been a couple, but we don't think of them as big bombers all the time or guys that throw absolute cheese. That's changing, bro. We saw it in the WBC. There are some guys coming from that league and that country that are going to come over and take over here, which is awesome. But I just, I, for some reason, that does even more for me. It's massive for the sport. Um, it's massive for the sport. I mean, dude, think, think about everything we said about Yoshida. Uh, like, you know, let's see, right? Like, okay, you know, who was a uh, Roki Sasaki, the 22-year-old that throws a hunch piece with a splitter? Um, Can he hit? <laughs> probably. Hey, I bet he'd be okay with a stick in his hand if you let him practice. Um, but the fact that Otani has broken this mold, you're right. Um, it's going to change the game forever. Um, it has. And um, I don't know. It's easy to just be like, oh, Shohei's being Shohei again. Um, I don't ever want to be a hater. Uh, I want to lift the guys up. I want people to think that anything is possible. Yeah. Because the better way to live your life. And I think for the most part, a lot of stuff is possible. If you really just work at it and put oh. your mind to it, you, you know, boom, motivation for everybody. Holy shit. But if you tell me 
you're going to be the next Shohei Otani, I'm going to tell you, no, you're not. No, you're not. I'll be a hater in that situation, in that instance, because I've said this before on the show. Just because Shohei has done it and like is, um, you know, is an example. Yeah. You're not Shohei. No. And I don't. What I don't want to see. He might have. He he might have ruined the whole thing for me. Because what <laughs> if some guy comes up and he's like a pretty good pitcher, and like a pretty good hitter. Say he's got like a 740 OPS. Sure. And like a four at the end of the year. Pretty impressive, dude. It's incredible. Like if he came first, we'd be like, whoa. Right. What the Should fuck? Be MVP. Imagine the fucking debates we would have. <laughs> if it, it was Ramon Urias on offense and he was, <laughs> I, I don't know, pitching. Say it, uh, Kyle Gibson. Say it, it. He was Gibby. Yeah, Orioles love. We'd be like, this dude's a freak show. Atani's the best. <laughs> He's like top 10 in both. Yeah. Rev, I'm, I'm physically exhausted from this episode. I tuckered myself out like a fucking dog. <laughs> Here we are. We're doing it. I might go throw up right now. Jake sucks. Jake sucks. Thank you guys so much. Like we'll, we'll see you Monday. Enjoy the baseball this weekend. Be nice to each other. If you work at something, you can do it. Trevor Plouffe. Not everyone. <laughs> <laughs>